Hi, everyone, and welcome to Signature West Podcast. I'm your host, Sam West from Palm Springs, California. As you watch every week, I do these episodes in the spirit and the intention of inspiring you, the audience. And I'm going to be starting to do more um, new series of um, featuring hot properties uh, in the Palm Springs area and surrounding areas, those properties that has that it wow factor. I've been in this business for 25 years until this day, I still get very inspired when I see a property that has just a certain aspect of architectural features that I have not seen before. And today is no exception. Uh, my guests today are colleagues of mine and they have a listing that is very inspiring. Um, David Goldberg and Anthony Holland. And uh, let's find out, find out from them why is it so special, what, where it is and what makes it so, has that wow factor. Hi, guys. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. Okay, so um, let's start by you guys telling us and the audience, how did you guys meet and um, what part of town you're in? Why Palm Springs? So uh, going back, I I started in the industry back in 2005, uh, did a little bit of escrow, did some title, did loans, all of that naturally progressed into sales. Um, started sales in, in Orange County, uh, came back out here to, to my home and where I have a lot of friends, a lot of family, and uh, jumped right, right into real estate sales here. Um, while I was at Windermere, uh, this new agent walks in and I got to meet him, with David, and uh, learned a little bit about his background um, from the corporate world. Very impressed, very smart guy, and uh, was really good to be able to bounce ideas off of him. And I happened to be working on a deal and I asked David to look at the numbers on it and was really intrigued by uh, just his analysis of it. You know, he was thinking of things that I had never thought about. So I had asked him to uh, team up with me, you know, jump onto my team and, and I'll kind of help him through the, the new, you know, the first year of real estate. And uh, David just took off. And now I'm, I'm absolutely amazed with things that he's doing. Um, and especially, you know, working on very iconic properties like the one we're going to talk about today. So David and I have, have been together for uh, about three years and uh, we've had some exciting times and sold a lot of cool real estate together and um, really excited to, to work on this project with him. Is it just the two of you or do you have more in the team? So we have uh, a Lauren Bryant who is also with us um, and she's more of a buyer's agent. Um, she, she's not really 100% active in the business, but um, she's more behind the scenes and, um, you know, kind of on, a, on an assistant role, but uh, more of a buyer's agent as well. And is it fair to say, so three years ago, you guys just got a taste of the three years ago market. You haven't really experienced 2006 or eight or nine or even before that. So you just, it's been sort of like a high for you guys. Well, I, you know, I was in escrow at the time during, you know, right before the last crash. So it was very interesting to me to walk through that. And I was also doing loans at the time. So while while that was all going on, I was watching what was happening. um, And I had a lot of friends that were in the industry, obviously. So once I saw what they were doing, I'm like, well, naturally I was already licensed. By the time I decided to jump ship and go into sales, we started seeing a crash in the market, but you know, these are definitely exciting times. Uh, This real estate market, uh, you know, one of the things a lot of brokers say it's very tough to make money in a good market, which a lot of people don't understand, but it's highly competitive. Um, and it's, it's not easy to keep a lot of these deals together. There's many, many facets that are happening in a good market. Um, it's but, a good training uh, time. It's a very good training yeah. time. If you survive yeah. now, you probably, probably 
most likely will survive the easier stage, you know, the next stage when things come down. Exactly. And, you know, as they always say, if you can make it through the first two to three years of the industry, you're pretty much made. And, um, you know, I really wanted to help David and, and build him to, you know, be where he is today um, to make sure that he has that longevity through the past, you know, through the first two, three years, which, you know, he's making that and, uh, you know, he'll, he'll continue to be a great agent in the desert. And what area are you both in individually or collectively? So I, I live in La Quinta. Um, I've, I've lived in Palm Desert. I've lived in Rancho Mirage, but um, I really love La Quinta. I love the you know easy pace, slow pace lifestyle. Um, our office is based out of Palm Desert, and I, I just love to be very centrally located as we we, we work both east and, and west end of the valley. So uh, it allows us to get anywhere very, very, very easily. So this listing that you guys have, which I find it very inspiring, and I ran across it a few weeks ago, I was like, wow. And yeah. then I saw actually a posting of Tish, your office manager. And I was like, I got to get a hold of this and find out more about it. Um, not just um, from you guys. I want to hear from you guys. So how did this listing come about? And um, what makes it so unique? I mean, for me, it's very unique. Yeah, well, the house was originally designed and built uh, by William Nicholson, who was an architect in 1977. Um, and has since been nicknamed the Santorini House based on its you know, Santorini influence and the look. Um, Nicholson built four of these style homes, um, of which only two remain. There's this one, and then there's the Flintstone House in Hillsburg, uh, California. Um, they were created by spraying shot creek, shotcrete onto steel rebar and wire mesh frames over inflated aeronautical balloons. So he was really experimental as far as being an architect. I, I have, as a child, I always wanted to be an architect. That was always my, my, my desire. I didn't have that opportunity. Uh, ended up in the corporate world for 30 years and now in, in real estate, just because I, I love, uh, I've had the opportunity to buy and sell a lot of homes and, and I know what, what uh, I believe I know what makes a good, a good agent. Um, can, you, can I stop you? What, what, can you tell us what that is? Uh, someone who, who listens, uh, my, my key words are due diligence, uh, someone who can pay attention to what the client's looking for and understand, you know, the, the parameters, understanding the community, right. long history in Palm Springs. I've been coming here since I was four years old. Uh, my grandmother lived here and I moved here in 2003. So, um, you know, I know the areas, I know the neighborhoods, I know the personalities of the neighborhoods. And, and that's really important because, you know, as you know your clients, you really want to help them understand, you know, this area is great for one person and yet, you know, not good for another. And, okay. and, and that's really- I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to touch base on that. Okay. I think that's great. Yeah, I think it's important. Um, back, back to talking about the house, um, you know, Dan Valentino of Valentino and Valentino Realtors purchased it a few years back and did a complete reimagination and renovation of the home, which was completed in 2019. Um, it has a, uh, a celebrated history of iconic photo shoots and special events, you know, generating $5,000 plus a day. Um, it's just a very dramatic home. As soon as you uh, go enter through the majestic gates up an almost 300 foot driveway, you come to a landing at the, at the very top of the Mesa uh, with absolutely unbelievable views. Um, uh, the only views I've seen similar to this are um, in uh, Southridge. Um, 
it, it's also very secluded and very private and there's a uh, high security system there. Um, like I said, sweeping panoramic views of the, of the entire valley. Uh, once you're inside the house, uh, natural light pours in through a giant skylight in the great room, um, which is also tinted with special tinting that doesn't, that only uh, eliminates the IR. So the heat doesn't come through, but you get all the natural light, which is really a wonderful thing. Uh, an abundance of natural elements were used in the renovation, including century old uh, beans from a 120 year old farmhouse and imported tiles from Greece. The estate sits on over one acre of land, uh, including there's a total of three lots which have three individual APN numbers and uh, it's a total of one, uh, just over an acre. The upper lot is undeveloped. Uh, it's 0.56 acres. So are they together as far as the uh, sale? Yes, they all come, all three lots are, are, are together in the sale for the sale price. It's being offered at 2.975 million. And we have a video of it. So let me try to share the video one more time and see how this goes. And perhaps we can uh, show the audience what's happening here. Uh, okay, here we go. Go for it. Is this the? Sorry. I think that's France instead of Greece. Oh, there we go. Yeah, as you can see, I mean, the home looks right out of Santorini. Um, there's actually a total of three stories. The third story is a viewing deck, which actually this picture is shot from. Um, it's just got unbelievable views. Um, you get the morning sun, uh, the morning sunrise uh, over the valley, and it's just gorgeous as the as the light changes through the day. Um, everything has been completely updated: all new doors, windows, the kitchen, Viking ranges, Viking fridge, uh, a giant family room, uh, which opens up to a private patio. It's just a great. There's lots of great individual spaces in this house. Uh, that's the upper viewing deck there. And um, it's a very uh, meditative space. Um, there's a, another viewing deck that's at the south end of the property, um, which again, just gives you an additional perspective. Um, yeah, it's just a very special property. Very, very beautiful. Yep. Yeah, at night, it's just spectacular. I mean, the way the property lights up and the, and the city views, um, it's, it's really quite amazing. Beautiful. The upper lot, you know, for someone who has a vision can, you know, they can build a guest house, a studio, a multi-car garage. Um, it's got, it's also got sweeping views of the valley um, and in on its own, it's 0.56 acres. So it's a great opportunity for somebody who wants to put their own touch on uh, a piece of Palm Springs history. Where do you guys see that price point uh, stands? Uh, obviously the, the lower price range, the 300, the 400, 600, flag of the shelf. Where do you see that under three or three million dollar range uh, in this day and age happening? What's going on with it? Well, inventory is extremely low at all price points. Um, I mean, there are not a lot of homes. We've got, I've got buyers I'm working with anywhere from, you know, again, 500,000 up to 4 million. And um, it's a challenge at all levels. Um, it's just based on the, on the lack of inventory. So the demand is there. Um, you know, people continue to migrate uh, to the desert. It's a wonderful community. It's just such a great place to live. I, I grew up in LA and, you know, given proximity to LA and San Diego, it's, uh, 
and an international airport, it's just a great place to be. So you're seeing the demand is really across the board, not just for a certain price point. Correct. No, and, and one of the things, let me add to that. One of the things that we're seeing is the million to $3 million price point is one of the fastest moving price points in our current market. Um, you know, th there's only, there's probably, last time I checked, there was only 17 homes that were on the market that are really comparable to this price-wise. But what we're seeing is a lot of people are able to afford a little bit more if they're getting a loan. We know there's a lot of cash out there in the market. Right. Um, and supply and demand, you know, due to COVID, we never really thought this would happen to the market over the last uh, 12 to 16 months range. But um, th this is a very fast moving market. Uh, most of the stuff that's coming on in this price point is selling within uh, within a month to two months. And uh, we've already started getting showings on this and, and having interest from really people all over the world. Um, you know, that that's what David and I have really put our heads together and figured out how do we market this? Um, it's unique. It's great. It's going to get its own exposure. But we have to also to now talk about how do we get it out there to the world? Um, because, you know, we never know where our buyers are going to come from. But Majority of our buyers um, are from, you know, locals, meaning in, in the U.S. Right. Um, we're seeing a lot of foreign stuff now that the restrictions are lifting and people are able to travel. So we're, we're still tapping into all of the worldwide markets, but we're really focusing a lot on, on nationwide marketing um, because we're, we're finding out a lot. That's where a lot of our buyers are coming from. And COVID really helped us because, you know, people are coming in from our from other markets, New York, Chicago, San Francisco, LA, those type of markets, and they're having what we call reverse sticker shock. So they look at something like this and they say, well, I could buy this unique property for $3 million. You take this house that's listed at. You froze. Anthony? Oh, I think he's frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Where we've Well, I'm glad you mentioned, well, hopefully this podcast will help you with that. It's, you know, it's on five different platforms. So hopefully the, the world will be watching this and listen to this. You said something interesting, Anthony, which is um, COVID, you know, did influence the supply and demand. I did a podcast about a month ago with Dean Foster and Tish Horwick, which you know who they are. And we spoke about what made this frenzy, I call it a frenzy, just a sure. personal uh, label on it. We talked about what caused the frenzy and um, we all agreed. I wanted to know what you guys think, or Anthony, you mentioned that, and I think we're on the same page. The frenzy was caused literally in the last year or so for certain COVID-ish. What's your take on that? Well, I think it comes back to at the end of the day, as all three of us know, and anybody listening to this knows, you know, spending more time in your house, you start figuring out what you like and don't like about your house. You know, typically we spend or about yourself. Time, yeah, yeah. And, you know, typically we're a third of our time at work. Uh, the other, you know, two thirds is sleeping and, and out with friends and doing this. So we spend very little time in our home. So as people started doing that, they started figuring out you know, oh, I could, I could remodel this or I could move, get a bigger house, get a smaller house. But what we started finding was a lot of people from other markets, again, New York, San Francisco and all these things, they became virtual. So they were able to move anywhere they wanted in the country, therefore the world. And a lot of companies shutting their offices down and making everything virtual. I, I had multiple clients this past year that were moving from, one of them was from New York, uh, they worked at a big bank there. The bank closed down. They went virtual. They thought, we're moving to Palm Springs. We don't want to live in New York. So 
when they came here, they thought, wow, we sold our place in New York for $2 million. And now we can buy this for $2 million. You know, they were, they were living in a shoebox earlier and now they're, they're able to afford this big house. So that really uh, affected price. Um, the thing that's really affecting demand from my perspective is people don't have anywhere to go. Um, and, you know, as you know, construction costs have gone through the roof. It's very expensive um, and builders can only do so much. Um, I think we're seeing a little more traction with that now. We, we have some new home inventory coming on the market. But again, that, that's getting scooped up so quickly that, uh, you know, there, there's really not enough demand uh, or not enough supply to keep up with demand. Um, and the other thing that affects that, you know, greatly is interest rates. Uh, money is so cheap that people literally are, are almost getting free money. Um, so even if the, you know, let's say inventory went from one month worth of inventory, which is about where we're at, to a normal three months worth of inventory, the demand is so high, it's gonna scoop that, that extra inventory up very quickly. And, and in the luxury space, it's, it's, all very, it's always very different in the luxury space. So this property at $3 million, um, you know, there's a big buyer pool that's out there for that. Most of these people aren't getting loans. Most of these deals are cash. Um, and there's a lot of millennials that are coming into our market. And there's a lot of people that come to Palm Springs that just want cool architectural properties, whether it's a Buff and Hensman, whether it's a William Kreisel, any of these architects, you know, we're, we're dealing with an architect that isn't very well known, but it's so unique because he created these, this platform to build these homes um, while he was in Istanbul, Turkey at a blue mosque and he saw these dome structures and he thought, I want to recreate that. So he tried to revolutionize the, the, the architectural world. And, and he did that with this property. It's, it's something that you will never see at Palm Springs. And like David said, there's only two of them in the world. Um, and you know, it's interesting, a side note, I drove by this property probably three years ago, four years ago, and I thought, wow, that's a really cool house. I'd love to be part of that someday. And, and here we are. And, and here, here we are. are. And David, we David are. brought it to my attention. And, and I thought, wow, you know, we manifested this out there right. into the world and, and it's come full circle. So. You know, really excited to, to put uh, David and I's heads together and kind of figure out the best way to uh, market the property and, and get the massive amount of exposure. So we're, we're grateful that uh, you've, you've partnered up with us. To do so this. let's talk about, yeah, I'm thrilled. Listen, I'm all about marketing. It's, it gives me life. Um, like I said, I, I think in this day and age, if you don't be creative and not the status quo and whether you have a listing like yours or even a condominium, Yep. You know, I said this with Tish and Dean in the past as well. You can look it up on the podcast. You know, what makes you, the agent, one out of 5,000 or however many we are here, so different? And if you well, don't that, make, I'm that, not asking you, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So how, whether you have a listing or not, we got to find a way. So if you want to now, we're talking about marketing. Um, do you have ideas? Or, this property is very, very unique. I mean, yeah. even the neighborhood that sits in, uh, yeah, the Mesa's, the Mesa's great. And, and David and I take the approach of, I, it doesn't matter to us whether the property is 300,000 or 3 million or 10 million. Correct. We take the same approach. Some of the marketing avenues are different because uh, luxury properties get us into other avenues. But like I said, you know, a lot of our marketing stuff is not rocket science. It's not proprietary. A lot of agents can do it, but we get asked those questions a lot of how do we market our properties? Where do we go? There's some things, of course, we don't share because they get flooded with any and everybody, but you know, absolutely. We, we go very old school on some things too. We do a lot of print advertisement. Um, you know, we're going to get it back into Palm Springs life, home, welcome homes, magazine, stuff like that. But social media is huge for us. 
Um, we do a lot of social media advertisement, getting a lot of engagements in that. Um, but we're using several different platforms that are, are really reaching out to luxury buyers. Um, not only our personal website, which has brought multiple uh, luxury buyers through there, but getting, getting avenues to where wherever you are in the world and you're interested in architecture, um, you know, you, you can read this description, you could read the, all the details about the property in your own language, it'll, it'll go to about 30 different languages. So we're using some platforms like that, that help people get that and understand. But, you know, as you know, Palm Springs is architecturally one of the most significant places, I think, in the world. And, and that's where it holds a special place in my heart, um, and the history of Palm Springs. So when we launch something like this out to the world, it does a lot of its own marketing because people say, hey, I wanna see that, what does it look like? And I have brokers from my social media that are going, I'd love to see it when you have it open. So um, we're, we're using a lot of different avenues like that, but social media is huge for us. Um, as you know, so many people are on that. So what do you tell the agents that just kill me when they just do not utilize in this day and age, the, the benefit and the right usage of social media to market their then brand themselves or the listings. What yeah. do you tell them? You know, I'll be, I, I, be nice. It, it, I'll, I'll be nice. And, and the best way that I can say that is whatever's working for you, keep doing it, right? It, it, it lessens my competition. Um, and again, every agent is very different. I, I'm probably the oldest 37 year old you'll ever meet that David that and I- could be your father. <laughs> and, and, you know, because I didn't really like computers. I didn't really like social media. I didn't like technology. I didn't like when I got into the business. And then I started realizing these were platforms that my buyers are using and my sellers want to see that we're using these platforms to get their properties out there. So, you know, social media has been huge. Um, we've, we've had multiple deals that David and I have worked on and put together um, just off social media. Um, I, I don't mind being on camera. It doesn't, doesn't bother me, but we've, we've done a lot of videos. Um, we've sold a couple of their very unique properties that were very difficult sales that, um, you know, it was all from social media marketing. So, it's just getting your brand out there and, and building and building and building off of that and, and showing people who you really are. I think that's important. We become, we become robots to a point in, in our real estate world. We just do the same mundane tasks over and over. If it's working, don't try to fix it. Exactly. And you know, that's something where I implemented more social media, but then I started really showing people who I am personally. You know, the fact that I have kids, the fact that I love to travel with my kids and friends and do these things. And people start uh, seeing the human side of who we are as brokers. So I think that's another thing that's important with social media. Very important. It's really crucial. It's yeah, so exactly. Crucial. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. get to know who you are and, and uh, almost a, an introduction to the world. So in conclusion, how do they, the ones that are going to buy today, how do they find you guys? So, uh, you know, hollandgroupproperties.com is our website. That's something that you can go to. You can look at every single property on the MLS. It's updated every 15 minutes. Um, and that also has this property as well. Very soon, we'll, we'll have a website up for the property, you know, as we're just getting down to marketing this. But um, we're both on social media, just with our names, Anthony Holland, David Goldberg. Um, and of course, you know, the website is the best way to go. And that, that has all of our contact information. And, you know, there's, there's oftentimes people that say, I just want to see the property. I want to check it out. I'm not necessarily a buyer. Sure. But my thing is, I never knew, never know who is going to know a buyer. So if, if you want to look at it, if you want to come and see it, David and I would be happy to show it to you, take some pictures, share it with your friends and, um, you know, go from there. But yeah, we'd, we'd love to, to have any and everybody we can coming through and see it.
Well, I'm glad you guys came along for this half an hour ride. I hope it helps you a great deal um, in just getting the word out or even sell this house and close it in the next 30 days or so. Yeah. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you both for doing this. Uh, for the listeners of the audience, again, I say this every week. If this was something of value to you, please subscribe. If you've watched this half an hour, you went this far, click on you know subscribe. It helps me to bring people like David and Anthony and others week after week. Um, thank you guys. We love Palm Springs and we love living here. And uh, keep up the good work. Everybody else, see you next week. Stay Absolutely. safe. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you.